you know, we find ourselves, I think, in time to time and think, you know, I don't have the social and professional network that I really need to kind of get me to the next level, right? I either want to, I'm going to set some new goals or I'm trying to move my business in one direction, or maybe I'm just trying to move myself as a person in one way or another. And the thing is, we just hadn't at the moment created the entire network of uh, colleagues, mentors, advisors, maybe our customers or prospects. We just don't have what we need, but you know what? I think this is a thing that you can solve. And I thought we could help you figure that out because it's a thing where you've built social networks. In fact, I decided that I would invite my closest advisor here to come and have this conversation with me because I don't think I'm going to get any better advice than I'm going to get from one Scott Pfeiffer. Hey, Phil. It's great to be here as usual. I love this topic. I think people have heard me say before, you have to curate your social media environment. And Frankly, you have to curate your in-person environment as well. I mean, I, mean, I might be in a spot where, you know, maybe I've moved to a new place. And so I'm trying to figure out how to create a social network from scratch or professional work from scratch. And it's not that I can't keep up with the folks that I'm with in my other spot, but I have made a change. So I'm going to be creating something from scratch. Or maybe it's one day I just woke up and I thought, man, I have uh, not been very careful about who I surrounded myself with. And, um, I'm not getting the advice that I want. I'm not, you know, I don't find myself with people surrounded with the kind of values that I am looking to move forward. And they're neither challenging me nor supporting me as I am directionally headed one way or another. And I think this matters, right? I think who we hang around with and who we have conversations with matter. I think it matters in so many ways. Uh, it can matter for your just your general mental health. Um, it can matter for your, like you said, your values. It can matter for uh, learning and mentoring and being mentored, getting new ideas. There are so many ways that curating a good environment helps you. Maybe you've made a change in something or you've picked take on something new and it's super, that this thing is in fact important to you and you're not finding that kind of help. And if you aren't, it's it's just kind of a drag. And I don't mean this in just a, it, I mean, it's an, a genuine legitimate drag because your friends that you already have, right? The folks that you have established relationships with you, they're kind of holding you in the spot they're in because you're supporting a niche for them. And they're supporting a niche for you and they don't realize you maybe have made a change. So I, I, first off, I think we kind of have to give ourselves permission to say, I might need occasionally to reevaluate this. I might need to look and say, if these are the things that are most important to me and the people that I'm spending the most time with, it, they're not important to them or what their values are, are just really the opposite of mine, right? If I feel like, as an example, I think about like when I had kids, right? And so it being family was not as an important thing. It was an easy to maintain thing, right? And then when I have young kids and then teenagers and stuff, and that's part of my life, in that phase of my life, it's going to be different, right? Because I now am going to like think about other people who could help me be a better parent as I'm going along the way. And I, I might not have had those. That might not have been a high value activity to me before. Well, that's right. I mean, change. I say sometimes uh, there is no constant, there is only change, right? 
constancy is an illusion. Uh, you change over time and you need, you know, what you need changes over time. And your story reminds me of the, the story of the crabs in the bucket, which I don't know if it's a true story or a just so story or what. I've never actually put a bunch of crabs in the bucket to find out. Remember, if you don't name the crabs, it's a parable. Right. <laughs> right. So the idea is there's a bunch of crabs in the bucket. You don't have to put a lid on it because if one of the trap crabs tries to crawl out, the other crabs will drag it back in. Right. right. And so that's kind of what you're you're in this social media environment or this personal, you know, face-to-face environment, you're changing. The people there, you're filling a niche for them. They are resistant to allowing you to change. But you, right. need, to be, you need to be courageous in that moment and, uh, and change. A great example of that is um, Twitter for me. Uh, I think like a lot of people that were early adopters of these platforms, we really didn't think too much about curating our environment back then. We just sort of willy-nilly did it and Back then, I was kind of a news junkie, and so I filled my Twitter feed with lots and lots of reporters, people who were reporting on, you know, what's going on in Washington, because I was interested in that stuff. Well, all that has become sort of boring and toxic to me. I really don't enjoy that anymore. Um, So I have gradually been disconnecting from all of those people, and I have turned my Twitter into a... Uh, in ancient and medieval history and author space. So all of a sudden I'm following tons of medieval historians, tons of ancient historians, tons of authors. And I'm reading about, you know, the discovery of Edward II's tomb rather than, uh, you know, what's going on in Washington. So I have uh, over time, I didn't sit down and spend hours doing it one day, but just over time I have gradually changed my experience on Twitter by curating that audience to what I needed it to be. Yeah. And I, you know, I think you're pointing out a thing is that we may need to evaluate our circles at various levels, right? So that outermost level, right? uh, People I would share a tweet with, right? And I come in a level people I would share a beer with, right? And I come in a level and it might be people I'd share a meal with, And then it might even be closer, right? People I would share my private ideas and goals and objectives and stuff like that. So, I mean, we've got these various layers and at each of those layers, there may be curating work to be done. I think that's exactly right. You know, I think that's exactly right. So, and in each of these, we can use things to support us. Now, you know, again, someone's going to say, hey, Phil or Scott, I mean, I mean, sounds like maybe you're creating an echo chamber and that's not where we're headed with that bit, right? We're just saying, I'm looking for folks that can help me figure out. I mean, we're, we're the kind of cats that, right, we're going to act with wisdom, courage, temperance, and justice. We're going to be good cats, but we are not going to have people constantly whispering bad ideas in our ears because it's just, it's a struggle. And I mean, I'm not learning a whole lot for that. And I mean, it's not like we're big fans of experiential avoidance. I'm not saying avoid all of that stuff. I'm just saying you got to pick that when I want to go for that kind of thing, I have to know that's what I'm doing. I'm going to have, to have my body mind prepared that I'm going to be taking on some other kind of idea to determine whether it's got merit or not. That's not the same as someone who's like, Hey, Scott, you're doing a great job. I'm excited for what you've got going next or that kind of thing, right? So there's the, there's the stuff that we use, there are ideas that we occasionally use to challenge ourselves, but we're also kind of pushing ourselves forward and we want to be around people who share the direction in which we are headed. 
That's exactly right. And, you know, I, um, I put up with different things in different spaces, right? Because I have a different right. struggle there. So like on LinkedIn, I'm trying to get work done. And in LinkedIn, I'm trying to uh, connect with um, mentors, people in my area that can give me good ideas, uh, maybe potential customers that I can share good ideas with because I'm there to be helpful. And um, also people from different walks of life. So I can, you know, as a consultant, I need to kind of know a little bit about everything. So anybody who's putting out good information in almost any area, I might follow them. Um, but also I want to do some net weaving on LinkedIn, you know, so that it's helpful to have people in a bunch of different spaces that, that I'm connected with because I could say, oh, you need this. Hey, I'm connected with this guy. She's really smart on that. Let me put you two together. Right. So that's what I'm trying to do on LinkedIn. I'm not going on LinkedIn for people's political opinions. I'm not interested in that. Whereas on Facebook where it's more friends and family, I'll put up with a little bit more, you know, political stuff, a little more ranting uh, as long as it's within reason, you know, something that'll get you blocked on LinkedIn might not get you blocked on Facebook. Right. Because it's just a different space. And I'm in a different space when I'm there because I know what to expect. Sure. So one of the things we're talking about, you know, we say, let's how do I upgrade our social network? So the idea is, um, let's say, first off, that you need to figure out what is, in fact, important to you in these spaces. And it probably would help you to create a plan for that. You know, we've we've talked about values, clarification exercise in the past, whatever those are for you. I think that's important. But I mean, if you just sat down and wrote out, you know, in this space, what is most important to me in this space? What is, you know, so I might have one of those for LinkedIn. I might have one of those for other social environments. I would certainly say, you know, like I'm going to go have a beer with people who are headed in this direction. I'm going to go have a meal. You know, I would be even closer to people who are headed in this direction, or I could learn from in this way. Right. But I think having evaluating what your values are first is the most important because then you can kind of know and we're open to discovery, but the idea is we're, we're headed in a direction and let's figure those things out that are important to us. And then I think we have to figure out, you know, so if we're going to upgrade our social networks, right, at whatever level they are, you know, we have to decide where's the new blood coming from. Mm -hmm. Right. And so the first, we have to figure out how are we going to meet new people in that space. And uh, again, if we're starting from scratch, this is going to be a little bit more of a challenge. Um, but no matter at what level are, we probably know somebody or something, and we can kind of use that to kind of start working our way out, right? We can use them as stepping stones for whatever and whoever comes next inside our environment. Well, that's right. You know, and um, meeting people through people, that's part of it, right? So on LinkedIn, I have had the most success when I post helpful content, you know, really content people read and say, okay, that, that was a helpful insight. That was good information for me because those tend to generate comments from my, you know, first level connections that, you know, that that information was targeted at. And then I might comment back, we might have a little discussion. Well, then their second and third level con uh, connections see it. And inevitably I get, you know, maybe one of them comments and I comment back and then bam, they send me a connection request. And so my circle gets wider with people that are 
looking for the kind of information that I am putting out and being helpful about. And same thing, I might see one of my level one connections may comment on somebody else's stuff that puts it into my feed. And it's, it's good information for me. Maybe I learned something. I can go comment and ask to follow that guy. And I grow, so I grow my, I grow my circle in both directions through that type of activity. And that helps me grow a circle that is helpful to me. Either I'm learning from them or they're learning from me or, you know, you know, they're giving me access to information that I didn't have. So that's, that's, uh, that's kind of how I do it on LinkedIn. Right. So, and the thing is, it could be on any of these spaces, right? That's just sure. one that it might be, you know, but I find them on, you know, it could be on Twitter. I mean, and, and depending on what your interests might be, it might be on Pinterest or Reddit or uh, Instagram, Instagram or um, Clubhouse, or yep. um, there's a variety of places where people are meeting other folks and the ability to kind of jump in, skim a conversation, see if there are smart people there that you'd like to spend more time with. I mean, that works, right? And I love your idea. You know, we talk about, you know, because a lot of what we're talking about here, of course, is in our professional space. And, you know, that is a thing that we see a lot of on LinkedIn. That makes sense. Um, but we can go out on LinkedIn as you you just talked about how to cast that net. We can then follow those piece by piece. And, you know, we find someone, we, we see somebody, we can kind of touch and see, you know, is there room for more conversation there? You know, you talked about authors. I've certainly expanded my professional network over the last couple of years uh, in the terms of authors, right? I mean, I think about all the people I know now who've written significant and interesting books. And I just did that by grabbing a thread and kind of moving from one to the other. But I think we got to figure out how we're going to do it. So if we start with the idea, you know, step one was evaluate the networks that we've got, right? Two, verify that we actually know what our values, intents, and purposes are inside these networks. And then three, let's go find some fresh faces in this space by just skimming conversations, by talking enough so that someone can understand the sound of our voice in those spaces, whether that's LinkedIn or Twitter or Clubhouse or whatever it is you like. It it could be on a YouTube thing, right? But whatever, it presents your voice out there. And then somehow, you know, I think the next step for this is we have to figure out how do we invite them to be a little bit closer? And again, I think that changes on a per network basis, right? I mean, it's super easy on a LinkedIn. You might ask for a professional connection on inside of a LinkedIn. That might be the way you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you probably got, you've got other ideas maybe in this that you yeah. might be able to do. <laughs> I know one thing that Richard's uh, taught me recently that I have adopted on LinkedIn is creating your own hashtag. Um, and then putting that hashtag on all of your useful posts and asking people to follow your hashtag because you can follow you can follow someone's hashtag on LinkedIn and uh, get access to all their content. So, um, personal hashtag, a personal hashtag. I don't think I ever thought about that, but that's a way to. I mean, that's both extending your brand. Right. Um, now somebody else can hijack, you know, anybody can use your hashtag once it exists, but so it needs to be clever enough to you. But, you know, if somebody else is drawing followers into your hashtag and then they're seeing all your content, that's not that bad anyway. <laughs> well, it's easy to, I mean, right. You, uh, yeah. I don't know what the risks are of hijacking, but I was thinking, so um, it, 
that's an interesting little technique. So let's just explore that for a second because I think someone's going to go, oh, that's pretty clever. So what's an example of a hashtag I might have that, you know, is me, for example, or you or Richard? Yeah. So the one I'm using is um, hashtag mind your own business. And oh, so I started go. putting that at the bottom of all my posts. And I actually say in some of my posts, hey, if you want to, if you enjoyed this content, you want to hear all my posts about business, follow the hashtag mind your own business and you'll see it all. Right. Sure. So you could do a hashtag tech after five or a hashtag fill in off or, you know, hashtag fill in thus spake Zarathustra, whatever you want. Wow. There, that's a, hashtag, a good one. Use it a lot. And then there's a way uh, when you click on the hashtag, it'll bring up a thing and it'll say, follow this hashtag. And you yeah, you can do that on Twitter too. So that's pretty cool. All yeah, right. So of course, a lot of people use Twitter for business and I'm not knocking using Twitter for Twitter for business. I just don't. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people no. use Instagram for business. I use Instagram for food pics and pictures of me drinking beer with people. That's pretty much, that's pretty much my Instagram. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, you know, to kind of bring this back to where people are, right? I mean, the thing is they could use any of those cycles. The thing is, if they're trying to bring people in, you know, they want them to graduate, right? And from one circle to another, right? From the sure. tweet circle to the beer circle, to the food circle, to the close, right? Advisor right. circle, right? Uh-huh. So if you want to bring them closer, then you might have to figure that out a little bit too. Now, the good news is I can bring people in a way from my tweet circle, my social circles or whatever those might be, right? Into my closer circle, even when I don't have proximity in place. I mean, today I can do that through Zoom calls and Discord servers and Clubhouse and all that kind of stuff. And some of these are video and it's and some of these can be really high fidelity. But the fact is even that, you know, those hopefully are might lead to you one day being at a conference together or something like that, where you've established the relationship and now you've got, you know, some, at least on occasion, physical proximity to go back and be together. The idea is to get, again, if you're bringing them closer so that you can share some thinking and share some ideas, you know, maybe even to the point where you get to collaborate on something at some point. This right. is how you do it, piece yeah. by piece. And, and all this works in human space too, right? If I'm going to go to a live Tech After Five event, I'm going to have some idea what I'm there to get done. And I don't want to get dragged into a conversation about politics in the back corner. I'm not there to talk about that. You know, I might go to a meetup about politics if I want to talk about politics. But if right. I want to come to Tech After Five, I want to talk about you know, learning about people's businesses and how I can help them and telling them what I do and that sort of thing. Yeah. Which we were talking about, you know, now it's like, I've got to find new people. I've got to figure out how to bring the ones that actually pass the tests of being along with my aligned with my values, aligned with my goals, both where, you know, where I'm headed, where I think I'm headed, but I bring all that together and, you know, then I can, again, I, I might have something more to the point that we are sharing emails back and forth, and maybe we're sharing texts, or maybe we're collaborating on a project, um, and it could be anywhere on the globe. But this is how you bring people closer to you, right? You start with this idea of saying, what is it I really want and need? Who are the people that I want to hang around with? Where is my current social circle not meeting those needs today? Where do I want to focus my attention? And then how do I invite new people in so that I can basically audition them for the role of being my friend, an NPC in my adventure? That's really what they're doing, right? That's right. Maybe you upgrade them. That's right. You're headed somewhere. 
who do you want on the journey with you? Right. You know, we talk about these being our fellow travelers, right? And uh, two ideas that I think are important on this is that, you know, we're talking about fellow travelers. Our lives are journeys. They're in adventures. This is a choose your own adventure, right? We're all on a choose our own adventure. So we're doing this thing, whether it's work or life, social, whatever, but we're doing this thing. We're trying to figure out who's going to be on this with us. And it is a thing that we have to like bring people to figure out if this is going to work. And then we have to kind of practice this with them. So I'm going to extend this metaphor just a little bit further. And I think you'll go with me on this is that, you know, I I say all the time, solvator ambulando, and it is a Latin phrase that means it is solved by walking. Right. Mm -hmm. And this thing, this very thing of identifying and drawing your fellow travelers together in a group, wherever it is you might be going, is a thing that you actually solve by walking in that direction with them, right? It is solved by walking. This is another thing. You could talk to death, but you would not know the answer. You will not know the answer until you have walked with them in this direction. Right. Metaphorically. Yeah. Or possibly... Or possibly well, I mean, whatever. whatever it is, if you're collaborating on a thing or whatever. But I mean, again, they are you are fellow travelers in something. That's and the, well, then the only way to know if you can work this out is to kind of walk a few spaces together and figure out yeah. what that how that works. I like that. I yeah. Like that. All right. So if I'm going to upgrade my network, I'm going to figure out all of these things. I hope that the folks that are listening to us are working on how they can attract folks to them. And this today was to kind of for us to get the idea in place that Mm -hmm. we are on a journey, we are picking our own adventure, and that we are going to pick the folks that we want with us, because not everybody gets to go on this adventure with us, because we just don't have time for all of that for all the time. And we certainly don't want to be headed off an adventure with someone in our ear constantly whispering, you need to stay home. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right. Scott, thank you for this. I'm hoping that we're helping a few people move themselves down the road and they are upgrading their network, whether it's colleagues, customers, clients, prospects, go-to-market partners, investors, whatever it might be. I hope that they're finding the folks that they need to find as well. And that this is a little bit useful for them. Yeah, I hope so too. And maybe we can come back and do some more on this topic, uh, maybe a little more specifically with different, like, you know, what you should do if you're looking for a job or what you should do if you're looking for, you know, whatever. Yeah. Well, but maybe people plenty. will let us know what'll help them. Yeah. Tell us where you are headed and where you'd like to add to your network, upgrade your social circle and where you're having trouble with that. Um, you can drop us an email on all of that tech after five stuff. That's probably the very easiest way to do it. Just type a few words in there um, and let us know what you're thinking. And we will see you next time. Thanks so much. Thanks, Scott. Thanks, Phil.